people and uh, we're here today another episode i say today i don't know why i say today you could be listening to this monday tuesday wednesday we're just glad you're listening that's it that's it in fact uh yeah i had uh, i had a lot of feedback this this week from different people listening okay i was like oh that's nice man i didn't know you listen just people right. just texted me going oh we listen it's good it's good Good I'm, like, good I'm like, shut up, man. Just follow us on Instagram, <laughs> NJ yeah, Podcasts. Yeah. I need That's to where you can get us. Yeah, Insta, Twitter. No, tw- I'm I'm on the Twitter page for NGA. Yeah. I don't really post anything apart from like criticize people's bad grammar when they're cussing. Oh, other you're one of them. Grammar, please. <laughs> A little bit, because I'm like, I don't really want to get involved yeah. in the drama that you're talking about, but you're a dickhead, so at least I can critique <laughs> your misuse of the English language. Which is jokes because I have the worst grammar in the world. Like especially if I'm just chatting to someone via text, yeah, I'll be like using the number two, the letter U instead yeah. of the word, yeah. all that stuff. Won't put commas. The whole the whole three page essay will be one long sentence. You'd be like, once upon a time there were three little bears and three little bears and three little. Sound like an auctioneer or something. Yeah, man, mess you up. Anyway, what's been going on then? Apart from the mad workout we just did. Yeah, we did. We did. Lewis has got me in the gym. I couldn't deal with the harassment no more. So um, the cyber bullying. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, I'm in the gym. Um, in fact, I've been I've been quite active this week. I've, I've played badminton like for about ninety minutes on two separate days, and I played five aside, and I've been to the gym. So that's four days. Mm-hmm. Four out of five, I've done something pretty active. So. Yeah, I'm trying to trying to get in shape. Trying to get in shape. Other than that, um, just been cozying up with the new missus. Oh, it's been nice talking about it on the air. <laughs> Shit must be getting real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's what we did. That's what we did. Honeymoon period. Okay, with a few little bumps, but honeymoon period in general. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. It's nice. I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah, that's me. What about you? Do you know what? It's been a it's been a bit of a busy week, man. I got like a. I got nominated to do things that I really just didn't I didn't want to do. Okay. So like um, when my son was like before my son was even born, I was asked to go and do some work at my mother-in-law's house. And when I got there, it's like, oh, we want you to take all the internal doors off, sand them, paint them, remount them, and change all the door handles and stuff. Put nice new chrome on them. Yeah. And uh, oh, and while you're at it, sand down the entire staircase and repaint that, and okay. uh, and all the skirting and stuff as well. And I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. When do you want this done by? Hmm. Well, we want it done before the baby shower. It's being held here in four days. I was like, oh, okay. That's simple enough, isn't it? So I was there till like two in the morning trying to get this shit done. And then the day before the baby shower, they go, do you know what? Yeah, it looks better. But I think it would look even better if we just put all new doors on. And I went, do you know what? You can hire a professional to come and do that. So that's beyond my skill set. Yeah. Taking them off, putting them on in the same place, a different thing, to remounting all new doors, which will have new hinge points, all this stuff. I'm not going to get into the technical ins and outs of it. But I was like, do you know what? Hire someone. Yeah. They've got some people coming and give quotes. And I don't want to be I don't want to be at all stereotypical here, but you know, certain groups of people don't like to spend money. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so these people were like, mm, nah, we ain't spending no money. We ain't doing it. I was like, all right, fine, don't do it. Don't bother me, I don't live there. Yeah. Anyway, yes, two days ago, they get the my mother-in-law gets a phone call from my brother you know, who lives up north. And he's like, oh, I'm going to a wedding in Birmingham. Could we come and crash at your house tonight before we go back up? 
And I'm like, how tight-fisted you got to be? Drive <laughs> from Birmingham just so you don't have to pay for a hotel. You're going to drive another hour and a half in the wrong direction to your yard. You could drive two and a half hours back up north. You'd be at your house, bro. Yeah, yeah. What kind of <laughs> idiot nonsense is that? And obviously, there, there might be an aspect of it. This guy just wants to see his sister that he hasn't seen in years and again, but I'd like to think that that's what it is. But I'm, I'm apparently informed that that's definitely not the case. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just stupidity. But, uh, so I was told that, uh, or, or should I say my mother-in-law was told, yeah, yeah, Lewis is going to come do some work this week without even asking me. And then obviously if I don't go and do the work, I look like a twat. Yeah. So I had to go do this work today. Meanwhile, uh, and that was just like finishing off the, the job that I didn't finish because they told me they were going to take all the doors off anyway. Um, so like just putting a couple of handles on some cupboard doors, yeah. putting a, an extra lock on the front door that didn't need to be there anyway, but yeah. was there, um, and hanging a door to the living room that never gets closed. And when I put the door up, I said, listen, before I put this door up, you know it's not going to close, right? Because it's not going to be hinged properly. And they went, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. We never close that door anyway. So if you never close it, why do you want a door in the front? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm done with that. Uh, I've been getting harassed by film crews and staff that are coming to use the building that I manage. And it's surprising, nice. like this this building is, it's, the nicest way to say it is that it's, it's not very well loved so far. Like there's, okay. you know, it just doesn't look well loved. And, uh, and film crews love it. I've had uh, a pilot for an NBC comedy film there there's a hindi movie being filmed there this weekend which will be probably last weekend by the time this airs and um and then i've got a, a bbc advert being filmed there as well this week right. so there's a lot of stuff going on yeah, it's just yeah. my phone's ringing off the hook and uh my my charger doesn't work very well for my phone oh. and i'm trying to hold out for the latest apple release so i can buy the older apple phone one more month to go yeah and i'm, I'm just not sure that this phone will make it and it's very stressful, bro. When people are calling you up and you've got 12% battery and your charger keeps on blinking on and off, on and off, on and off. And you're like, come on, man. If I just... You know that little trick you do when you've got them dodgy charges? You put it at a certain angle. Yeah, yeah. And you have to rest it there and make sure no one touches the lead. Yeah. And I'm like looking at my kid like, don't fucking touch the phone! <laughs> my little boy's like looking at me like, what did I do, daddy? <laughs> What's yeah, wrong with daddy? Mess me up. But yeah, my phone's playing up. I'm trying to hold out for the new Apple as well. Um... My phone went in the, in the space for now. On my lunch break, it was I left at forty two percent. When I came back, it was on one percent. Do you know what? This is just reminding me of another problem I've had. What's that? So I was gifted an Apple Watch two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Not the one that you gave me. Different yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. Different one. And uh, I hadn't been using it for a while uh, because obviously I'm on Android. My wife wanted to use it, so go ahead use it. I can't mm-hmm. use it anyway. And the battery started to last less and less and less. And my wife, when she bought the, the watch, she took the extra year's cover. Right. She called John Lewis less than two weeks outside the end of the cover date to say, look, I just haven't got around to calling. Yeah. But obviously the battery only lasts like 20%, which means that this has been a problem for a lot more than two weeks. You know, is there anything you can do? They went, look, we'll arrange collection. We'll come pick it up. We'll sort it out. It's covered under parts of warranty. Get a call a week later saying, yeah, you're out of your warranty, so you need to pay £270 for a new Series 2 Apple Watch. I was right. like, new Series 3 Apple Watch is only like 170 online? Why am I paying 270 Yeah. He goes, oh, because we add on the cost of labour. I was like, um, so you're just going to send my watch back to me then? Is that what you're saying? They're like, 
well, yeah, pretty much. And I, I just sat and had like a rational conversation yeah. with them. But does it not make sense to you that the you know it's less than two weeks out of warranty, and the battery only lasts like an hour and a half? Surely you can see that that's been a problem for more than yeah. two weeks. And they're like, sorry, if you'd have called up like the day before your warranty ended, you'd have been fine. I'm like, do you know what, John Lewis, with your overpriceness that normally means you get good customer care, yeah. that's why your share prices have fallen through the floor. That's why your you know your profits yeah. are, are dropping. Not share prices, but your profits, because they're a partnership, partnership and they're, yeah. uh, thing. But yeah, man, the profits be dropping all the time. And I'm thinking, do you know what? It's because you're doing what BA are doing. You're trying to maintain your luxury status as yeah. a brand, but drop down on everything else. Yeah, yeah. Trying to cut corners wherever else or places they can, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you're definitely doing that. Um, but yeah, man, what else, what's, what's going on? You see anything? Yeah, so what we were going to do a bit of a news rundown today, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to have a rant, but... Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Rant, my brother. Go on, I've got to get this one off my chest, right? I, it's weird because, was it Thursday morning... I'm scrolling through Facebook and someone that I know posts up something about uh, boycott self-service checkouts. Why? Mm, right. Okay, why? Because comp- like Tesco were getting rid of like 2,000 employees yeah. because they've rolled out like even more self-service checkouts and so now they don't need obviously checkout staff. Okay. And you're doing the work that their staff could be doing, providing people with jobs but instead they're just giving it to, to, to machines and they're not even that good. And I was like, do you know what? Self-serve ain't that great, but it's not that bad. And besides, we, we all have our opinions on boycotting anyway. You know? Yeah. But I'm backing it. Okay, okay. Right? And I'll tell you why. Go on. Thursday morning, I head up to the post office. What did I do my water? It's early in the morning. It's up here. For those of you li- listening, uh, it, up here means it's up on the shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Cheers. Sorry about that, people. Technical difficulties with the water requirements, <laughs> requirements or acquiring. So Thursday morning, I go up to my local post office. I'm looking around. I don't see no one. So I see there's a little office door open at the side. So I go. There's this older Pakistani gentleman, and uh, he's doing some work there. And uh, and I'm like, excuse me, is uh, is there anyone working in the post office? And he's like, there's self service there. Just go use that. Right. I was like, okay, I need to I need to buy a jiffy bag and then put the stuff in and then send it. Yeah. It goes, so go buy the jiffy bag then, yeah? So I look, I walk away thinking, all right, I'm not an idiot. I can go buy a jiffy bag. Yeah. I walk over, the jiffy bags are behind the counter where the person serving me is supposed to stand. Right. <laughs> so I just stand there for a minute and then my uncle comes out <laughs> and sells me a jiffy bag. <laughs> and he goes, right. Write whatever you want on there and then go use the self-service, yeah? I was like, okay, fine. So he walks off. Then I go over to the self-service. Bro, it's not simple. No, it's okay? not. It's not. I've not used post office, post office self-service before, Yeah, right? you actually have to get the stuff at the end, don't you? It's silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's silly. So I'm going through this process. I get to the end and it says, someone will come and collect your package. Yeah. I was like, I'm assuming that's uncle over yeah. there, yeah? So I'm like, uncle Jime Hogya. Uh, you know, package learner. He's like, okay, fine. Out of respect, yeah, because his his accent is quite strong. So I'm like, he might just prefer it if I speak Urdu Punjabi yeah. anyway. So I might as well like make a little effort. Whatever. I'm I'm right, lad. He didn't like it. 
Right, he's responding to me in, in as clean as English as he can give. <laughs> right, so I was like, that's fine. And then, uh, and then I go, but it didn't print out my receipt. He goes, it didn't? I was like, nah. Like, I did everything I asked me to do. It took a while, but I got there. It didn't print out the receipt. So he has to get up now again, yeah, for this idiot young white man. Walks over, and he's like, he looks at my package. It's got one uh, label on it. Yeah. He goes, where's the other label? I was like, I don't know. So he keys in tight and keys in tight and this other label prints out. He goes, yeah. this is the one you're supposed to put this on here as well. I was like, okay. So now I'm waiting, what about my receipt? So then he prints out the receipt. I said, uncle, would you just one second? He's like, what's up? I goes, this machine, when they installed it, did they train you how to use it? He's like, yeah. I said, okay. Who's training me how to use it? Yeah. Where's my training? <laughs> He's like, what? I goes, you know how to use it. How am I supposed to know how to? I never used it before, but you're getting frustrated with me. He's like, yeah. I said, well, fuck that. <laughs> Next time I'll come in, I'll see you. You see me, see you, see me. You better serve me. <laughs> I was like, and I just walked out. And I was like, and it occurred to me, I saw that thing in the morning about yeah, the self-serve. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? Right, man. Self-service is even in shops. Like if you've got three, four items, let's say standard stuff as well, like a bottle of drink, a chocolate bar, mm. bag of crisps. You go self-service with that. No yeah. dramas. Yeah. No dramas, bro. Yeah. You've got a couple of bananas. Yeah. No, 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 no. Now you're asking for trouble, Gisa. You're asking for trouble. you got a bunch of grapes. Danger. Danger. you got a donut, an eclair, a pastry. Mm-mm-mm. Drama. You're better off just going over to a member of yeah, staff. They'll sort true. it out. Especially if, if it's like, how you you got to tap in a quantity. Yeah. You put it on the scale and it goes... Nah, <laughs> we're gonna send a member of staff over to you. We don't trust you. And the member yeah. of staff comes over and they're eyeing you up as well. They're like, yeah. <laughs> "Hmm, do you look trustworthy?" I'll just put my little fob thing on, tap in a code, and walk away. They don't even say nothing. They yeah. just put fob code walk off. Yeah, walk off. Yeah. And it's to some to some shops to a point where I'm just sitting there going, "I could jack so much stuff from here, and you just let me get away with it. You ain't checking nothing." Yeah. And then other places, they come in and just look at you like. <laughs> I can smell it on you <laughs> and they start checking through everything Yeah. and then they find like oh 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 you said you had 37 grapes I count 38 you got to pay for that grape bitch <laughs> I got stopped um, by a security guard in Tesco um, this was about a year ago now so I was at a self checkout and I genuinely forgot to um, to scan the plastic bag so I, 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 I bought about my man's trying to get you done for a bag. Seriously. And this is when they were five feet still. Like My man is serious about his loss prevention. And said, you didn't pay for that bag. And I was like, what? And I didn't even click with it. So it's like, you didn't just scan that bag. And I was like, what? And he was like, the plastic bags, you have to pay for them. You scan. And I was like, oh shit. Oh yeah. And he tried to walk me back home. And I was like, dude, it's not happening. And he was like, right. Well, make sure, and I was like, look, and I had a little bit of change. I gave him the five p and said, okay, can you just scan that for me then? And I just went. So I'm just like, I, I knew, but you know, you know, like, um, not even the fact that it's 5p, it was just like how you're acting over this. I've just bought about 20 pounds worth of stuff. I clearly don't care about paying an extra five pence. Like, it's an accident. Meanwhile, four people walk past you in yeah, a bomber jacket exactly. filled with Christmas turkeys <laughs> exactly. and whatnot. 
they're just stuffing uh-huh. it and he's sitting there worried about 5p yeah it's, it's um, but those those um, in some respects so the self-checkout I use that's nearest uh, this is a Tesco again actually near my work they've got they've probably got over 20 it's a really busy one and um, they've got two banks of one type and then another bank of another type and on these other on, the, on one of the types it doesn't if I get a banana, which I do almost every day for lunch, um, you can't scan bananas. So you have to give, even if you put the, you know when it says, you press the fruit button, and then it says quantity, it says something, something, a member of staff will be with you shortly. And I have to give my banana to a member of staff. They have to take it over to a weighing machine, print out a sticker, stick it to the banana, and then I have to scan that sticker and then I can pay for the banana so while in some respects yeah I get it in other ways it's just so stupid and inefficient yeah the only the only time it works out quite well uh, in Sainsbury's they've got the smart scan thing so you take a scan around with you you scan as you go and then at the end you just put the scanner down or whatever and and just pay and we'll go and that's that's quick and obviously everything's already bagged up and whatnot yeah that's fair enough. Yeah. I mean, even with that, I was thinking like they must trust you a lot to yeah. just not steal stuff. I think it was they do randomly check sometimes. Yeah, I think it was Amazon or or somewhere Smart Shop where yeah they they were basically that. like while the stuff's in your body you just walk around it and it's calculated. Yeah, so. they're doing like they were doing it based on like obviously NFC stuff and smart technology. Yeah, yeah. When you walk in, it obviously it registers that you're in the store based on like your phone or whatever, mm. and then they they use obviously the same way uh, hotels and that they know when you pick the bottle up out of the mini bar yeah yeah so use something like that technology to go right mm. you're here in the store this got lifted off the shelf close proximity right and that's yours unless you go and put it back right um, but yeah some of the stuff some of the stuff um years away from happening though but i thought that's why they bought whole foods to be honest probably probably at least they they, they, they probably feel they can trust the customers in in whole foods yeah, I didn't even realise they have a Whole Foods in London. Yeah, they've got, they got a few of them about. Yeah, yeah. I saw the first one ever. I went into London the other day and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, they've got a few Whole Foods. Yeah, they've had them a few years now. I'm literally... I'm so there's Kensington one um, I've been to quite a few times. I want to know when they put one in Slowbrough. Ain't going to happen. I went in Slough the other day. <laughs> I was the first time in God knows how long. Anyone that listens to or follows on, on Instagram, you were in for a treat the other day. I went into uh, to Slough and documented my experience. That I got a lot of uh, a lot of feedback. The reactions were going off, um, but yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. No one tried to stab me. No one, f- no one actually f- properly like fell onto me, drunk, <laughs> asked me for money. I didn't see anyone spitting. Which was, oh wow! Like that, yeah. I, literally the last time I went into Slough, people were spitting indoors. Oh, like just standing on the floor in the Queen's Mill, like, bruv, what? So I was impressed. The only thing that obviously. Slough Town Centre is now one of those dead town centres yeah. where all the shops that are in there are those like kind of pop-up type shops where someone's, yeah. you know, they'll be there for a few months, someone trying to sell whatever moody gear they got and then they bugger off. Yeah. Or yeah. Pound, pound, Poundland, Poundworld. Yeah. Pound a, co- a couple of shops are still standing strong. I was like, Foot Locker survived. <laughs> Foot Locker survived. <laughs> Foot Locker would, wouldn't it? Foot Locker like... and JD Sports must be thriving because no matter what, people like their traders. That's it. The, it doesn't bad. matter what, and that's the thing as well like recession proof you might buy jeans online yeah but if you know they've got trainers in a shop 
Yeah. You will go to the shop. Yeah. You will make the effort because you want to see them. You want to try them on. Yeah. You want to make yeah. sure they're comfortable. Especially because obviously, if you just if you just step on pavement with them and you leave a mark, that's it. That's they're yours. It. Yeah, now. yeah. So you yeah. better try those puppies off. So on some madness. So there's some crazy story in the metro. Go on. Some man left in hospital for two weeks with a permanent erection. Nah. In Germany. Don't ask me how this happened. Giza, I was only there for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so my man took Viagra before yeah. the night out and um, basically it worked too well <laughs> and he's in hospital for two weeks so apparently he's racking up a, a, a bill and his friends have set up a GoFundMe page to pay for his recovery and rehabilitation costs no way that is mad so I don't know if that's actually a good uh, advertisement. How, how did this get out? Is he like just publicly saying, "Yeah, yeah, I took some, I took some Viagra." And what? He'd done a number on me. I don't even know. It's uh, mad, isn't it? To think like, because the only way it'd get out is if he's happy to obviously share the information. You have doctor-patient yeah, yeah. confidentiality. Unless someone just walked past, like going to see their mum, like, what's under <laughs> that tent? Yeah. So he told Pink News he felt fine until two days later when he was rushed to hospital screaming in pain. He was diagnosed with priapism, which if not treated can cause permanent damage to the penis. Oh no, 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 you don't want that kind two of Two weeks later though, he is still in hospital and has detailed his ordeal on Instagram. Okay. Damn. So if anyone is interested, um, you can follow on Instagram at Danny's Penis. No, it's joking. It's at Danny Polaris. Um, for a documentation of what it's like to have a two-week erection. Do you know what? Surely, though, like, there, there is a cure to that, yeah? Bust a load. Just drop a load and you're done. That's jokes. Unless, That's jokes. You, could you imagine that? The, like, frustration. Because, obviously, let's say you, 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 know, you finish. Yeah. And then it's still there. <laughs> you're like, all right, I'm done with you now. <laughs> Can you just go? Oh, oh mate. He'd be like, listen, he'd be like, as long as it's not life-threatening and, and as long as there's a de- decent amount of swelling, yeah. we're all good. <laughs> and his, 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 his whatever insurance plan he's got obviously doesn't cover this because his friends are trying to raise money to treat him. Yeah, that's a crazy one, man. That is, that is. All right, that's well, the, jokes. The, only, the only thing in the news recently that proper got my, proper got my attention, properly caught my suspicions Mm. Uh, was uh, a, a not so young Jeffrey Epstein oh, damn. or Epstein so uh, if anyone's not familiar with the story Jeff Epstein was a, a famous billionaire uh, in America was he a hedge fund manager yeah, yeah. He, was, he was quite prominently well known guy he hang around with a lot of celebrities and stuff including I think it was Prince Andrew yeah Prince Andrew um, yeah. obviously he was uh, hung around with Trump Bill Clinton Everyone. Anyway, so oh, I'll give you something random with regards to all this. So they apparently he lived on the same road as Bill Cosby as well. Oh snap! <laughs> that is that's that's not right, man. Anyway, what, what road was it? Was it Sesame Street? The first one thing for young girls. <laughs> I don't know what Queen Street it was. Um, but yeah, so he was accused of sex trafficking, which they've got some kind of weird laws in America. Because if you, let's say, for example, travel to another country to, to then go and have, let's say, for example, you're an American, you travel to Thailand and you have 
sex with like a 15 year old girl in Thailand and then you come back in America they'll, they'll arrest you for sex trafficking yeah even though you haven't trafficked anyone other than yourself right? right you've broken the law in Thailand I'm sure I don't know what the age of consent is there so you'd assume that they'd just leave it to the Thai authorities or even assist the Thai authorities in, in having you sent back extradited and arrested yeah but uh, they will just arrest you for sex trafficking uh, and I, I so if you go there break the law for like let's say you have sex with someone underage wow. and then come back that's you you get arrested wow and they basically they set up that law to prevent like sex tourism yeah 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 and um, funny enough I actually got that from like an episode of CSI or something um, and then checked into it and it's legit but um, yeah, so Jeff Epstein, he was uh, arrested, charges were brought forward. It looked like, yeah, man's guilty. Uh, and throughout this process, uh, he's obviously being held in, uh, he's being held, he's a flight risk. He's a billionaire with a private jet. Yeah. Obviously, they don't trust that he's going to stay in the country. And all this stuff's coming out. Like, you know, he was friends with Clinton. He was friends with this politician, that politician, this guy, this guy. And they're all like the news is kind of saying, you know, he looks like he took these guys all to his private island or whatever, where... What did they call it? Um, they had a name for it, didn't they? Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Remember. But um, he, um, you know, he took pictures, and you'd see a lot of pictures of, like, famous people all on the same jet, and then a couple of those pictures have, like, young girls uh, in those pictures as well, or there's allegations of, you know, this young girl was sent there on a private jet, you know, abused and then sent back by well. Peter Paul Island. <laughs> the standard name, isn't it? Standard. Peter Paul Island. Yeah. Did you hear what Trump said about him? Go on. So Trump said, this was a comment like years ago, oh, and he basically, to paraphrase, and this is like before all, all the um, trouble kicked off, he turned around and said something along the lines of, yeah, so um, Epstein, he's a fun guy. I think he, he likes, he's, he's someone who appreciates nice women um, just as much as I do, except he likes them quite young. <laughs> like that, oh, he's quoted okay. as saying that. Like That's I don't know how up. you get out of that. That is messed up. So, so what happened? Epstein's being held in custody, and he tried to kill himself. The prospect of spending life behind bars or the rest of his life behind bars because he's not that young anyway, obviously seemed a bit too much. And this is uh, obviously, I would think it's quite a common thing that if faced with you know spending the rest of your life in prison the possibility of getting gang raped in the showers every now and again or getting stabbed or getting blackmailed because you're obviously a you know, hedge fund manager billionaire whatever doesn't really appeal to you so you say do you know what sod it I'm gonna, I'm gonna off myself especially if you've lived like that level of luxury yeah and you're in your old older like twilight years anyway so he tries to kill himself unsuccessfully gets put on suicide watch then and a Maybe I just missed this part of the story. His, and this was my first like red flag moment. His solicitor goes to the psychiatrist that's assigned to him and just says, yeah, just feeling much better now. He's in high spirits. Um, maybe we should just take him off suicide watch. So the psychiatrist, after hearing this and without doing any further you know, investigative work or... Uh, psychiatry work <laughs> or any work just goes that sounds like a good idea man let's take him off suicide watch he's got he's got quotas to me so he gets taken off suicide watch um oh 
they he's supposed to have a cellmate. Yeah. They took his cellmate away. Yeah, yeah. For some unknown reason. That's dodge. Left him on his own. Okay. Okay. That's that's two very um you know, not not no not so innocuous things to happen. They're a little bit shady. Yeah. But it could happen. Two you know, two random things that it could happen. Okay. But then it turns out that the guards are signed to watching him and they're supposed to go and check on him every half an hour. Yeah. They didn't go and check on him every half an hour because apparently they were overworked, so they slept instead. Yeah. And they didn't check on him for like three and a half hours. And even if they were going to check on him, the cameras weren't working (laughs) in his cell. And do you know, normally, in these kind of places, they have a camera on a separate system pointing at the control booth for the camera system. Right. So you'll have one set of cameras... And if anyone tries to do anything dodgy on that, there's another camera hooked up to a separate system watching them. Yeah. That camera was down too. Wow. How convenient. Yeah. During this time, Mr. Epstein manages to fucking kill himself, doesn't he? <laughs> it's a miracle. A miracle, I tell you. Wow. <laughs> all these stars aligned all perfectly. And my man just pulled off the crime of the century. You got bear in mind, bro. Suicide is a crime. You're not allowed to kill yourself it's against the law. True, yeah. Right. <laughs> so even if they did manage to resuscitate him, they'd be bringing more charges. <laughs> It'd be an even more deep shit. <laughs> so he's kind of glad that he, he successfully pulled it off. But I'm not. Uh, I'm not much of a conspiracy theorist per se. Yeah. I do believe that there are conspiracies. Oh, sorry. Oh, a little bit late. Past my bedtime. Um. But this is one that I fully, I was like, nah, nah, don't even try. Yeah. Surely no one's believing this. Do you know what the thing is with these kind of ones, though? Like, I think with, with these, a lot of these kind of conspiracy theories, I don't even think, like, it just seems so sloppy. I don't even think the government would care. <laughs> like, yeah. whoever done it, I don't think they really, really care. I feel like they're just like, get that shit done. Yeah. Get, get, get rid. The public will... Yeah. And the thing is... Generally, but I was expecting for people to be like, did you hear about what happened to that guy in America? Mm. He just got killed by the government. Yeah. Like, it's blatant. Nothing. But did you did you hear about the, 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 the two things trending? One was um, uh, killed by Clinton's or Clinton murder count. Yes. And the other one was Trump murder count. <laughs> yes. Well, the Clinton one is kind of legit, man. Yeah. There was a, there was a guy who, uh, he was the guy who exposed the fact that Hillary had bribed the DNC. To, to make sure that she won the right. the uh, nomination instead of Bernie. Right, okay. So she, uh, Hillary helped this other woman mm. who basically coerced the DNC into voting for uh, her instead of Bernie. It This reporter or whatever, he brought it all out, got everyone in trouble. This girl got fired, but still, obviously, Hillary had already been nominated, yeah. so that didn't change. He was walking home. And he got shot point blank in the in the head, I think twice, uh, and obviously killed instantly. Wow. And uh, and it was at like three in the morning, and the police said that it was a, a robbery gone wrong. See, my question is though, why was he out at three in the morning? Maybe he was a bad guy. Maybe he's a reporter. I don't know. But Bam. he got shot point blank in the head. Uh, in fact, actually, I think it might not have been point blank. I think it was from like from a good distance and nothing was taken off him 
He had like a very expensive watch on. It would have taken seconds to take off. Yeah. It was left. Nothing was taken. Shit. And it was like that, you know, yeah. it just happened to be that very recently he had, he had dropped the, bo- the bomb on that one. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of people that have died and it's easy to point fingers. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, man, I keep yawning. I feel like a 50-year-old. I feel yeah, like Jesus caught... Christ died as well. There's another one. He, Hillary done him, you know? <laughs> she chatted to Judas, told him, deny him twice, help get him done. She bribed him, him and the DNC, they're all in it together. Fuckers. But yeah, man, so that was my uh, my my bit of news this week that I wanted to, to go over. Yeah. I, I, like I said, man, I was just surprised no one else said nothing to me. I think, no yeah, it, it definitely... It, it's definitely a um, a dodgy one. Do you remember there was another one where a guy went into an embassy and he got killed oh, in the embassy? Yeah, yeah. And then they got like someone else to come and put his clothes on yeah, and walk and out. Walk out. Yeah, and yeah. then they bundled him up and like buried him in someone's garden, and all this stuff came out. And it's like, yeah, they're really bad guys. Do you know what I think? Do you know what? this is? This is my thing with conspiracy theorists. I've, I've said this to to prominent conspiracy theorists that I know. I think it's such an attention thing because when things are in the open, when they're, they're not interested. They yeah. want to be able to say, oh, but like I know and you don't and and let and you know, let me tell you this and let me tell you this and let me tell you this and, and, and kind of stuff. When there's actually things that are published in the paper that can still be looked into more, it's yeah. like, oh, nah. That Epstein one is a clear, yeah. that's a clear violation yeah. of common need, sense. You just need someone to, to follow, the, follow the dots properly on that. Yeah. Standard. Mm. You just get someone to get the CCTV from the goddamn car park, yeah. <laughs> and you watch the assassin roll in, <laughs> yeah. point his remote control at like something, and just deactivate stuff as he walks through, and then yeah. just you know, strangle good old Jeff. Yeah. Jeff was a good lad, you know. He's alright. He's one of us. <laughs> one of the boys. He used to take us on his jet down to the Bahamas at the weekend. He used to bang a load of fourteen-year-olds, and just bring us back as alright. Used to bring you back as well. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Didn't leave is there nothing? Departure and return. I feel like that's how uh, how Bill would talk about him. <laughs> well, you know, Jeff, he was a good old boy. He used to take us down, serve up some nice young women. Apparently, this is the thing as well. Like, apparently, Bill Clinton doesn't know what didn't wasn't aware of anything and uh, oh, and all of this sort of stuff. But my thing is then, okay, so tell me what you were chatting to him about. Tell me why you were on his plane. And what you were doing with him now. Oh, that was all politics, you see. <laughs> uh, I did not engage in sexual relations with that man. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's messed up. So what, what's your thoughts on um, Corbyn's little stunt to become Prime Minister? <laughs> Do you know what? When I first read it, when I first said it, I was listening to the radio. And um, I kind of thought, gangster. Do you know what, Ralph? I missed it. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, you know so I mean? so so basically, you know, um, the, the Conservative have a majority of one in the House of Parliament. Doid. So basically, Corbyn is proposing a vote of no confidence in the current government in in New Boris. He's been trying to get this job for many a year. Finally, yeah. gets it. Bang straight away. <laughs> and then bang, man's putting the vote of no confidence. So basically what he said, he's trying to speak to all the other parties, everyone else, and get a few rebel Tories and say, look, we'll put a vote of no confidence. I'll then be interim prime minister for a limited time. In that time, I will definitely put... Um, uh, stop to Brexit. Stop, put Brexit on hold. 
and I will put in a time frame for a general election. So then the people can decide. So um, I think the leave with the Lib Dems has basically gone, nah. But apparently some Tories have been like, hmm, okay, this 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 uh this is quite interesting. But I was just thinking, like the guy lost like the guy lost the uh, an election, fair enough. But I think I've never heard in terms of it sounds like a legal coup. Yeah. <laughs> it literally sounds like a legal coup. And I was thinking, I was literally just like, This guy's a gangster. <laughs> How the heck are you gonna even propose to become Prime Minister in such a way? That's like there's no no public involvement at all in that in a, in this yeah, yeah. democracy. Obviously, he's saying I'm going to instantly outline a timescale for. Yeah, he will be like, yes, 2022. Yeah, <laughs> but the thing some people were saying is like, well, what there were um, there was um, some of the reporters and analysts were saying was like, it's not even it's not even necessarily like the Brexit side of things. It's other things can happen. It's like his his record on. Um, defense and things like that. So, if something like terror related, how would he react? Do you know how was he? What's the relationship with like America and things like that? Well, but either way, I just thought this guy allow all of that stuff. Yeah, you can go online, search up uh, Corbyn uh, pro Brexit. Yeah, like you'll you'll get easily quick time. You'll find a video of him saying, "We don't want to be part of the European Union." Yeah, yeah. You know they're they're basically. A mafia that are just running things on their own from Brussels side. We have we don't have enough power. We're not in control of our own this that the other. You know we need to break free. Small small government is better. And I'll like if if I watch that video, I'm like, do you know? What? There's some element of it that I agree with. Yeah. Some aspects of it, I'll be like, well, you know, EU does provide this this and this. Mm-hmm. But generally, I prefer small government. Yeah. I don't I don't like this idea of like massive like one government to control. You know, twenty odd countries plus twenty countries that have yeah. different socio-economic backgrounds, different, even different like general like religious practices. Yeah, you can have like Orthodox Christians in the UK, Orthodox Christians in Greece or Bulgaria, and they follow completely like, yeah, they use the same calendar dates, but they have a different culture around their, their yeah, religion. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not the same, and even, you know, even within the UK, we have you know different cultures and different areas or whatever, and that's. It's all cool, but then some elements of it don't work when you're talking about mass government like that. It mm. just doesn't. It doesn't work, and even to the point where we do have some like BS stuff, like France introducing the burqa ban and all this nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I would have agreed with him on certain things, but and I'm sure I've said it on here before. I'd never vote for Corbyn. I just couldn't do it. Definitely, mate. Apart from the fact that yeah, he just hustled in. <laughs> to be fair as well, I said I'd never vote for Boris Johnson neither. He's a snake and a half. Yeah. And he's he's in charge anyway. But it's this is this is the thing right now. It is literally like Oh can you shit. That's nuts. So imagine Corbyn pulls this off. Yeah. We would have literally had three Prime Ministers in a year. That no one voted for. Yeah. Granted, Theresa May got she did do the election, but originally none of the public voted for her. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, no, we're doing a great job at this democracy thing. Here. <laughs> People of Britain, that is actually pretty damn shit. Yeah, is almost enough to leave you speechless, though. It is. You think about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're. We're a society of people who have just voted that we want to take control of our country, yeah. take control of our government. <laughs> Meanwhile, the government's like, yeah, I'm in charge now, bitch. 
You didn't vote for me? Hmm. Okay. Next dude comes in. I'm in charge now. What y'all say? It's so true. And we're all just going, can can we have some control, please? Yeah. Yeah. We we wanted to take back our borders and stop all these immigrants and all this Muslimic terrorism. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. It's terrible, man. It's terrible. It is. Yeah. Oh, dude. You were going to tell me, and I told you to hold it. Mm. What was going on with Jay Z? Okay, yeah. So, the Jigger Man. So, Jay Z. So, do you remember all the Colin Kaepernick um, kneeling during the national anthem? Of course, beautiful. All of that stuff that kicked off with the NFL. The NFL have originally the NFL um, kind of were against that whole idea, and they put some things in place to to basically say you weren't allowed to kneel during the national anthem. They've subsequently not completely changed their um, views on it, but kind of softened um, their approach and more open and, un- well, for whatever the reason, I don't know, I won't want to speculate, but they're, they're, they're coming around to the idea of being more involved in, in social justice and the fact that, yeah, as a sports person, as a, someone with a platform, you should be allowed to um, make a stand for what you believe in. Mm. So obviously they had a lot of backlash. They had a lot of backlash from the from the um, African American community and those that supported the cause that Colin Kaepernick was going on about, particularly brutality by the police. Um, Jay Z previously has been very vocal in supporting that and being against the NFL. He's said strong stuff about it in lyrics. They, you know, the big halftime shows that they do. Yeah. He's prominently like publicly said to people they shouldn't perform because of um, X, Y, and Z that the NFL have done. Um, but now he's got a deal. He's got a deal with the, NH- with the NFL. I was going to say oh the NHS. God. Oh my God. So, so what it is though, to, to me there's two ways of looking at it. So people are, people are saying, oh, like, you know, you, all the bad things you can immediately think of, oh, now it's a bit of money, he's jumping on it. But what the deal's supposed to be, it's supposed to be that the NFL have... Understand that there have already been certain things where they are where they have changed their opinion. So what they've said, they've they've they they want to work with someone who can advise them yeah. on how to be more socially aware, mm-hmm. socially conscious. So they've got this now got this tie up with Jay Z's organization, Rock Nation, who are going to be helping them do that and helping them support more socially really social nice causes. Them, isn't it? Really nice of good old Jay. <laughs> oh dear do you know what this reminds me of yeah I heard something a couple of years ago mm. about so you'd get um, uh, like prominent uh, like black activists for like social equality yeah and they'll basically go to companies and say listen we want to do seminars for you guys to help you with your issues where you know you've got staff that are racist yeah. and they'll be like huh okay well we don't really feel like we have a problem with racism in our con- in our company. We don't really have any complaints about racism. To... And maybe they, they did have a good track record with, yeah. with uh, racial equality or whatever. And the guy would be like, really? Okay, cool. So he would then go out and then start telling everyone, this company, they don't support racial equality. They're not for doing this. Now. To the point where the company would then go, all right, we'll hire you to come back in because you're doing so much damage to our brand. All right that you're, you're fucking us over, they'd hire them to come in, the guy would then charge double what he's going to charge in the first place, yeah. do this seminar and then and then leave. And he'd be like, yeah, that's it, I, I helped them out. 
And it's a hustle. It's, it's a it's a mafia hustle, bro. Yeah. Because really, what do the mafia do? They come into your business. Yeah. They threaten to affect your profits. Yeah. While you smash it up, and they go, "Do you want our protection? Do you want us to help you? Do you want us to make sure you're safe and your profits go up?" Yeah. Okay, if you want that, pay us some money. And Jay Z's gone. I'm gonna stop people from performing, which is gonna affect the turnouts of your crowds. Because some people, there are people that come almost just for the halftime shows because yeah. they're so sick. Yeah. Um, and it's cheaper than buying a concert ticket. Yeah. And then those people are now not turning up, not paying for tickets because the you know the the top level performers who Jay Z does have you know his his lips to their ears yeah. telling them. And then the NFL start looking at profits going down and going, okay, we need to call the mafia. I mean Jay, <laughs> and uh, and get him to come and help us out now and start paying the bribes. That's basically kind of feels like what you've just said is that. Do you know what? can't even argue with that so my first my original thought on it was oh that's nice because someone yeah because someone said something very similar and my original thing was like it's a positive thing yeah how how are you going to make something negative out of it like if if they if a company so what jay-z turned around and said he said look we protest for change at some point if that company does make that change like they've got to be able to they've got to be able to speak to someone to make sure they're they're doing it right. And and another comment was and who better? <laughs> this is the thing. Though. Now you've said that. That's what that's what's making me. That's yeah. what's making because, me. Because um... you know what, there are other people who who campaign for racial equality. Yeah. They yeah. they could have just said, Do you know what, Kaepernick, your career is a mess now. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you be our ambassador? Yeah. Why don't you be our spokesperson for yeah. change? They could. And you know what, I. Th- I th- I do feel like a lot of the black com- black community that felt like Kaepernick got thrown under the bus. Yeah, they'd have, they would have gone. Do you know what? Yeah. At least you're doing right by him. Yeah. 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 He he wasn't he wasn't a martyr for nothing. Yeah. Um. So he has got Jay Z has got a lot of backlash for this so far. Yeah, he w- Don't get me wrong. Ultimately, it should be a good thing though. Yeah. Like, do you know what? in this this is what I felt? Sorry, I just knocked the mic. So I felt before. Do you know what I was telling you about that? Uh, the woman who got drunk on the plane started making a lot of like racial slurs, calling people dirty animals and stuff. Yeah. And she was a, a lawyer. And online, everyone's like, yeah, F that bitch. She's a racist whore, this, that, the other. And then you find out she killed herself months later because of all the abuse she was getting. And you do get still get some people that are like, yeah, she deserves to die. One less person like that on the planet. Okay, if that's your opinion. And then you get other people that are like, oh, you know, it was a bit too harsh. Maybe people shouldn't have been so harsh with their comments. But we're we're not very good at like letting people serve their time or or kind of like you do something, mm-hmm. you get punished. Okay, now you should be able to move on. Yeah, it's like um, I'm just trying to give like a decent example. But if you think like the there's a time when we're decent at it, which would be like uh, David Beckham when he cheated on uh, Victoria yeah. many many moons ago with his like PA or whatever, mm. and people kind of forgave him quite quickly, and then meanwhile, you got other footballers like Ryan Giggs, who okay he was even more of a scumbag because wasn't he banging his brother's sister something his brother's like, yeah his brother's sister his brother's wife or something. And you know what's funny as well? When all the other stuff was going on with like Rooney and Lampard and all that, yeah. 
I was like, these gigs, you know what? Gigs has been about 20 odd years. I remember going into my mate's house when I was like six, seven years old, seeing posters of gigs. Yeah, yeah. He's been there since day one, bruv. He's a legend. He's a good guy. And then you find out for years he's been just pounding away on his brother's missus. How can you do that to your brother's missus? It's too much. Anyway, I digress. Point is, generally, we're not very good at forgiving, like, you know, someone can go inside, do their time, and they come out, and they're still tired with that same brush. Yeah. Once a thief, always a thief. Mm. Once this, always this. I think it's it's easier to do that now as well when there's so many online, there's so many opinions adding fuel to the fire and everyone seems to have a, uh, you know, a say on what happens. And, and also, it's that, because it's a headline, if someone does something that's a headline, all you've got to do is type in their name and you're going to see that straight away. Whereas before, you would have to go through archives of new papers, which no one was going to do. It's true. Do you know what I mean? Just on this this thing, Jay-Z, so he said, the partnership is an opportunity to strengthen the fabric of communities across America. Interesting words. There's some, uh, there's some beautiful words, man. But obviously, even, do you know what? I had this, I had a conversation with someone before. Um, I would say an intellectual young woman Mm. about um, Trump and I was like you know Trump's kind of helping bring an end towards all the tension between North and South Korea and she was like yeah but you know he's got bad intentions this that the other and the person I was speaking to really doesn't like Trump and I was like alright that's that's, don't get me wrong I got you I hear you I understand but there's good coming of it. And they were like, when good comes out of something bad intention, it's still not good. Yeah. I was like, no, no, that's not right. Like, for example, penicillin was found by accident. Yeah. Wasn't a, okay, it wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But some, like, you know, it could have been. There was, um, there was a, a really good invention that saved thousands of people's lives, or even millions of lives now. But it was, um, it was discovered when they were trying to find uh, ways to poison the Jews in the Second World War. I can't remember what it was, though. It was something like there was a there was two versions of a type of poison or something that mm-hmm. they were using. It was like something like A and something like B. Yeah. And they were like, this one's actually like can be used as a vaccine or something than the other one they were using to kill people. Okay. I'm probably talking up my arse sideways here. I just remember something along yeah, the lines. Yeah. But the point is there. When something good happens... It's still a good thing. It doesn't matter what the intention yeah, is behind that, that's, it. That's my thing. I, I get some of the I get some of the criticism with regards to you know Kaepernick's not involved and things like that. But for me, ultimately, if something good can come from this, if this is going to benefit um, so many other people, this is going to avoid that kind of situation happening again. This is going to give loads of people who were anti-Kaepernick the chance to understand, um, like what what actually is happening, why he took that stance, then for me, yeah, it's ultimately it's a good thing. Um and to have someone I mean, this is the thing as well, like Jay Z's resume of, of sort of social justice causes in America, in the African American community, like can't be disputed. Like even with the whole prison reform thing and so much other stuff he's done. So for him to the way I looked at it is for someone like that to have um, the ear of someone, an organisation like the NFL, yeah, 
if he's getting paid for it, that's all good. Um, but for me, that's a good thing anyway. Like the fact that he's got their ear. Yeah. Um, and and that's the thing. Like most of the money he earns. Well, no, I can't really talk about what he does with his money, but he does a lot of his. Uh, he does a lot of social justice stuff out of his, off off the back of of um, his name. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? So, I mean, I totally do take on what you're saying with regards to that kind of. I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, but it makes sense. I love Jay Z. It makes sense. It makes sense. But it can. I. I. I don't think one has to be exclusive without the other. Yeah. Like, it. It. It can. It can be both. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Do you know what? A, a good uh, example of this. I used to work with a guy who would collect uh, old computers and he'd take them to Africa and uh, set up computers in schools for Africa. It's a beautiful thing that he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. But to make some money for himself off the back of it, he would go to uh, people who like owned warehouses that were empty and um, he'd basically be like, all right, even though your warehouse is empty, you still got to pay like uh, council tax effectively on that land, yeah? Yeah. So let's say the council tax bill on that warehouse that's sitting there empty for a month is like £1,500. He'd be like, if you donate that space to a charitable cause, you don't have to pay the council tax, council tax on it. So I will put a few boxes in your warehouse and you will pay me £700 a month. Okay. And I will say that I'm using your warehouse for my charity. So he was making money off the back end using the charity, which is obviously not the right thing to do but in the same breath I think in the space of a year he took like 3,000 fully working PCs to Africa and just gave them to schools and stuff and, and set them up so yeah, the schools had yeah. and I'm yeah. like alright you could say what he's doing on this side is wrong but yeah. there's there's no victim of it other yeah, than the government yeah. who is shit at managing the money anyway yeah. and he's he's doing doing something good yeah. if, he, if he's going to make money out of it then even better yeah. I guess yeah and just with regards to Jay-Z, like what he said with regards, thinking of one of his comments, he said something along the lines, again, I'm paraphrasing. When you protest, you want change. So whether it's the organisation, NFL, this, in this, now they're looking to change. If no one is then willing to help them and continue help them in the direction they want to go to, what's the point? Yeah. You see what I mean? Someone has to be there to assist them with yeah. what 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 the protest you know my only question is this here like how far are they going to go with this like kind of social justice um reform that they're going to go through in the nhl are they going to like okay 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 we can have women and trans people play on the team as well because mm. you know those guys are freaking huge you imagine like how quickly the nhl would die if they said okay, we're going to let women who have transitioned to being men play American football. And then in like, they say within the first season, three trans people get killed. Because yeah, yeah. obviously like... So at the moment, I don't know if it's anything, if that sort of type of social justice stuff has mate, it's, crept into it. It's, but... It is a good and a bad thing. There's obviously mm. some elements of it that, that, you know, there are people that have legitimate issues being uh treated fairly within our society yeah but there is obviously a limit to how far we need to go with accommodating those people mm. and I, I don't want to say it like they're a burden or anything because they're not like every, we're all people at the end of the day we all have everyone's got their own quirks i'm a dickhead you know yeah. ultimately <laughs> then he's like yeah 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 you are bro all right thanks thanks mate 
I know where we stand. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... No, you're not, Lewis. <laughs> Don't stay harsh on yourself. Thanks, Danny. Just a dick. Loud ahead of you. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> you're not on my Christmas card list anymore. But yeah, you know, if if I start acting acting out, mm. you know, there's one way of dealing with it is to accommodate me as much as possible. Yeah. And if it's not, if it's not a massive inconvenience and I'm... You know, I'm not acting out the full. Maybe there's a little bit of a justification or reason why I'm doing it. Yeah. Then fine. But if I'm acting a fool for nothing, there's going to be a point where everyone goes, you know, bro, just leave him. Yeah. Just leave him. Yeah. And I feel like it is kind of getting to the point like that. One more, a little bit. I think with all this, with with some of this kind of stuff, I don't know how far with regards to NFL what they're looking at, but with a lot of this other sort of social justice stuff, my what I've always said about it is the internet has accelerated it so fast because there's pretty much there's loads of stuff that happens I don't necessarily agree but all of the causes generally that you hear people talking about I'm all I'm, I'm for my thing is for me there's a there's a it's, it's it, it becomes a little bit vicious when like you need to I feel you need to educate and you need to also take other people's points of view the way they've been brought up the culture they live in just like people will say oh he was born like that he didn't choose it there's people who have been brought up in strict um christianity where they believe that being gay is wrong they you know that's also what has been forced upon them yeah so it should be while i clearly i don't have a you know i don't have no doubt that that person brought up in that kind of environment that thinks gay people wrong are they're wrong it should it shouldn't just be like because you're wrong you're a dick i don't need to take your feelings this is these it's, do, you know, do you know what i mean yeah there should be a chance to sort of educate um and get other people get people to try and understand rather than this kind of shutting down of of people's voices and this cancelling because someone said something like whenever they said it or because of what they said there's there's there doesn't seem to be enough two-way dialogue it just seems to be two sides shouting at each other yeah do you know what i mean with no one really trying to listen and that's that's what i don't like about it but that's 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 part of the internet isn't it do you know can you get involved you can kind of chill and be an yeah i'm sure in the next within the next year you see the way it's going, and people will start to come around to it, and they're like, "No, yeah, man, they don't know." I think I'm sure it will. No, I definitely think in the long run. I think I think um, the, the 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 social justice causes will prevail, but I also don't think it's it's a coincidence that there's all this talk of um, white nationalism and domestic terrorism rising. I think that's that plays a part. If 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 I'm if I don't understand something and I'm pushed, you you have people who accept it. You have people who who will just be like, oh, oh, I can't say this um, because I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to be seen as this and this. You're also going to have people who are going to push back. And again, I'm not saying they're they're right. I'm saying to me that's not a coincidence. I was saying this to people years ago that the 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 way the conversations are going, the way they're so forceful, the way that there's no two way dialogue, there's no sort of understanding. Um, you're going to get people who, who, who push back against it. Yeah. Wow. I feel you, man. I feel you. But it's it's really difficult to to get movement on something 
unless you're willing to like stay on point and try and try and see a little bit of the other side's point of view. Mm. Like, like I always find if you, for example, if you start talking to people about flat earth, for example, mm. I've just said for example that three times, <laughs> I'm going to slap myself. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. But anyway, e.g., <laughs> you see chatting to someone about flat earth and you start going, dickhead, just look up at the sky. All, everything else you see is round. We've got a telescope. It's all yeah, round, bro. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think we're flat? Yeah. Mug. Obviously, that conversation's going nowhere. Yeah. But if you sit and go, okay, tell me, tell me how you came to this conclusion. I'm interested. It sounds like you've thought about this. Yeah. You let that person list out and you just go, hold on, hold on, hold on. The first one you've just said, maybe I just don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me. I followed like normal school system. Yeah. Maybe they were lying to me. Maybe you found something here. Let's let's open it up. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Right? Now this person's like, yeah, I'm gonna educate you. And then when you go, okay, let me just let me just cross over. Explain explain time zones, bro. Yeah. Explain that. Explain how I can pick up the phone now, FaceTime my friend who lives in Australia. He's he's walking around in the middle of the day, he's up. Yeah. If we're on a flat plane, surely the sun is above. Yeah. He's lighting up the entire thing all at once. Yeah. Why am I able to FaceTime my friend in Australia? Why are you not why are you not able to see the North Star when you're in Australia? Yeah. Because Australia is always on the underside of the ball and the North Star is always on the top of the ball. You can't see that thing. Yeah. And this is this and this is this is what I mean. It's exactly that. It, it is. And you're gonna your 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 point will be proven. To majority of people, yeah. you'll always have a couple of dickheads. You, you do get some people who go, just look into it, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look yeah. it up. Do your research. I'm gonna clap in your face, Kiza. <laughs> do your research. Um, and 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 so you you do get but for the majority of majority of um, things, um, like common sense, decency will prevail. Like we're a much nicer society than we used to be. And yeah, all all of this, all of the like I I before I would easily say yeah I'm left now I don't even like saying that like the behaviour on on the so called left is is nuts to me right now so it's yeah it's weird but to me yeah as I said it may, it's not it's not surprising that that, that um, uh, violence is it's like that kind of terrorism is on the rise so. Yeah, it's an odd one, man. And there's obviously, there was that stuff, there was that stuff, there was the terrible incidents that happened in the States last week. You had two separate yeah, yeah. shootings, mass shootings. Mm. And there was a, a lot of weird responses to them as well. Like, uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson came under fire. Yeah. I don't know if you saw. No. There were, he, he mentioned the, the kind of total death count from the mass shooting. Yeah. He said there were this many people died from mass shooting this weekend. He's like, this many people died from car accidents this weekend. This many people died from yeah. illness caused by bad diet this weekend. This yeah. many people. And obviously the numbers are a lot bigger. Yeah. It goes, sometimes we just get emotional about things without really thinking about it. Yeah. And you know, we don't really respond in in proportion to the to the you know, the level of severity that that, in, that, that particular incident involves. Right. And then someone else came under fire. Oh, who was it? Who was it? You know the uh, famous radio guy who does uh, 
Hot. Is it hot? That's it. Come on now, you know the one that Kanye had his argument with? You don't know. You don't know. Oh, Sway. Sway. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Sway. Yeah. I think it was Sway. Okay. Not 100%. But anyway, it's Sway or someone else, famous radio, radio guy in the States. He basically said, if you look up um, all the mass shooters, right? right all like the, 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 the nine last serious mass shooters, they're all white. All of them. He put it on Instagram, like a collage of their pictures. Yeah. These are the, these are our biggest threats to domestic terrorism. Yeah. All white men. Yeah. Instagram took it down. Did they? They put it back up after okay. he kicked off. Okay. But they took it down initially. Okay. I mean, I, I get, I get, I get some of the, some of the things. I, I do get the reason people get angry with things like that. Even what I just said. Even what I just said. It's like I'm not saying, like. When those things happen, there's there's um that like it's the responsibility of those individuals, like they've done it. But there's a wider conversation about and for me it's not about I might make it sound a bit like like how the left are or how the right are. It's about how we are as like people. Like can you imagine like being in school and a teacher just shouting something at you? And you not understanding, but still expecting to pass the exam with no opportunity to put your hand up and say, Miss, can you explain that to me in a different way? Or, Sir, can you explain that to me in a different way? And it's just, so for me, it's like, it's just how, how we treat each other. Um, like we create with, like a lot of people are implicit in creating a culture that breeds anger, I think. At times, I'm guilty of that as well, man. Yeah. You know, sometimes you'd be driving, some a-hole like cuts you up, does something stupid. Yeah. And even, and I don't do it most of the time, 95% of the time something like happens, I'll, yeah. I'll smile at whoever does it. But then sometimes I just lean out the window and go, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I nearly got in the stand of you. know when someone, you know when um, someone, uh, someone should when there's cars on the side of the road but there's not enough space and then there, there's like space for them for them to put in and let you go yeah and they didn't yeah so we would just ended up like stopped no, in front of each other and this guy and I was like the, the amount of things that went through my head I was literally like I'm going to get out of this car I'm going to like do this I'm going to do it I'm going to be intimidating I'm going to do this and I just thought you know what I'm just going to reverse and I just reversed I just backed up let him through and just got on with my day Pussy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you bowled it. You know what? Even how big was he? Even, even though, even, even after I was driving off, literally. Now he, that's the thing. He went. He was a big guy, <laughs> but that was also part of it. I was like, it did make me think. It was like, and now I'm like, is it so easy for me to not move and can think all of this stuff because I can see he's not a big guy. <laughs> so I didn't want to be. But literally, after I drove off, because then I was at least thinking. Which realistically he's not gonna like he could have at least said thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but so after I'm driving, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have driven off, I shouldn't have done it. But then after I was like, no, nah, actually I've done the right thing. Yeah. Like it's it's so minor. It took me two seconds to reverse, two seconds to let him pass, and then two seconds for me yeah. to get on my way. In the grand scheme of things, it's not you know, deal. exactly. Do you know what I always think like I've had it before, like someone cut someone cut me up and then brake checked me, like slammed the brakes on after cutting me up. Yeah. Right. And I was fuming, yeah. Then I, I literally like three seconds passed, and it dawned on me. 
that person is just driving along. They don't give a shit about how I feel. Yeah. yeah. I could be as angry as I want to be. Yeah. That person's going, ah, mug. Yeah. Mug. And just going on about the business. And yeah. what am I doing? I'm just poisoning myself. Yeah, that's it. With my own that's negativity. It. Yeah. And then I just let it go. Yeah. And then I pull up, I accelerate, I pull up alongside them and I wave and I smile and I blow them a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm good. Because they're like, fuck you doing, man. Yeah. Blow me a kiss, bro. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, of course. I love you. I love everyone. But that's the thing. Like, general, most of the time, I'm I'm chilled. Mm. Behind the wheel, I'm chilled. Like, someone can, can throw a tantrum, whatever. I've had I've had moments where people have like got out of their car and gone, come on in. Yeah. And I've been so tempted. And uh, I once I've done it and I was actually wearing my, my dobok. Okay. And I had a jacket on. So the person couldn't see that I was wearing like a martial arts uniform. So I just unzipped my jacket and stood out of the car and I went, is this what's going to happen today, yeah? <laughs> You're going to get fucked up. <laughs> For picking a for free for picking a fight with someone you really shouldn't, and he was just like, "All right, sorry, bruv." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, all right, sweet, let's just go." Yeah, he's like, "All right, yeah, we'll go," and we just went. We just went about our business. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, man. Sometimes it's like, yeah, just 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 taking a quick quick, just checking yourself quickly, is uh makes a big difference. Yeah, man. Yeah, but there's. Yeah. Maybe, Any final maybe. thoughts on anything? Do you know what? There's a there's some good fights on this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but before Katie, Katie Perry's fight against the criminal justice system for being done for sexual harassment. Apparently, there's two people come out this week. Two um, blokes. No, one bloke, one 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 guy, one girl. Ooh, Katie. Yeah. I like her a bit more. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, one guy, one girl. Apparently. Um, uh, she hasn't she hasn't responded to any of the allegations yet. Okay. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I don't know how involved she was or how vocal she was in the whole sort of Me Too movement. Not to say it's finished. I'm talking about it like it's in past tense. Um, or how involved she's been, but um, it'll be interesting to um, to see how that pans out. Hmm. But yeah, what's what's happening with this fights? So, uh, there's basically um, three big fights. There's more than three, if I'm being honest. But the three main fights that are on this weekend in the UFC. You've got uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stipe Miocic. It's a rematch. DC knocked out Stipe in the first round of their last fight. But it was a bit controversial because just a few seconds before that, DC like poked him in the eye. Why? And then it was kind of... They were they were both wild swinging. It was like bad strategy on both parts because either of them could have got knocked out. Really, mm-hmm. it just happened to be not Stipe's night. Uh, it was a bit disappointing because Stipe Miocic is a full time fireman and a UFC heavyweight champion, um, and he's obviously where he's from. Uh, I think he's Cleveland. I'm pretty sure he's from Cleveland. He's like like little hometown hero stuff. Everyone loves him. Um, so when he and he's actually officially speaking, he's the best UFC heavyweight of all time because he's defending his he's defended his title successfully the most amount most amount of times. Um, that's which is actually a, no no Stipe. Oh okay. He's defended the title in in the entire history of the UFC since it began in nineteen ninety three. There's he's defended his title three times, which is the record in the heavyweight division. Wow. No one else has held the title for more than three fights. Wow. Which just goes to show how easy it is to get your ass beat yeah. at heavyweight. Um, 
So yeah, so he's basically after a long time campaigning got his rematch. Uh, and it's quite possibly Daniel Cormier's last fight. And it was interesting actually, I just found out something recently about Daniel Cormier. He's always kind of been the number two guy. Yeah. Uh obviously he was like number two to John Jones. Um before that, when he was in like high school wrestling, there was there was some other guy who was like who would always beat him, whatever. And then he uh, he was on the Olympic wrestling team, but he didn't make weight. And I've heard like John Jones take the piss out of him and stuff. I'm pretty sure I have anyway. But I've heard, and I've seen people comment online like, oh, he couldn't even make weight for the Olympic team. He's supposed to be the captain. What kind of bullshit is that? And then I've, I just found out this week that actually the I think it was like the week or the week before he was supposed to obviously go out mm-hmm. and, and compete and make weight and stuff. He had a uh, really sad actually. Like when I was hearing it, I almost brought a tear. He had a three month old daughter that his wife had basically given to her friend to ride in the car with her friend mm. because she's like, My car is old and beat up. I don't trust it. If something happens, my car's like less likely to protect my daughter. Yeah. So your car's a newer, better, safer car. Right. Then I put my daughter in your car. We're both going to the same place. Woman's like, Yeah, yeah, cool. A lorry hit that car and her daughter died. DC's daughter died. So the week he was supposed to weigh in, obviously he's not thinking about making weight. He's grieving yeah, yeah. for his daughter, and he didn't make weight. And uh, and he never like he's never like defended himself by saying that. Yeah, he just lets it go, and he never really like when people cuss him or stuff. He doesn't really say too much. He's he's a nice enough bloke. Anyway, that's one of them. The next two are also big ones. You've got. Um, Nate Diaz come back after a long time obviously the last time he fought was his rematch against Conor McGregor which officially he wow. lost yeah. he's one of the closest big time fights there have been in a long time um, although realistically you know Conor dropped Nate a few times yeah. Nate afterwards said oh that was strategy I was hoping he'd you know try and finish with ground and pound then I'd submit him which maybe he could argue for but you should also know that the judges just see him take a punch to the face and fall on his arse, which doesn't look good. Um, so he's coming back and he's fighting uh, Anthony Showtown Pettis, who's a long-time favourite of mine because he's actually a Taekwondo player. And this is a um, little side note, but when people talk to me about martial arts, they go, oh, I do this martial art, I do that martial art. I say, yeah. listen, how many UFC champions have there been that do your martial art? And if the answer is none, go eat a bowl of... Um, Dicks. Yes, Denny. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say it. I don't know why. I'm feeling like I'm, I should be more conservative with my, with my language. But uh, but yeah, man. If you tell me, oh yeah, I do wushu, I'm like, all right, show me a wushu heavyweight champion yeah, or a yeah. wushu UFC champion. Don't play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's going to be a really good fight. Um, Pettis' last couple of fights have been like just madness. He had a fight with um, Tony Ferguson where it, it got stopped, I think, at the end of the second or I think it was the end of the second round, maybe even third, mm. uh, Dr. Stoppage, he actually broke his hand. But there was this mad point where he was on top of Tony Ferguson, like, punched him in the face, and he just looked up and, like, po- like pushed his tongue out. He was like, ah, bang! Stuff. I was like, yes, baby! <laughs> and, then, um, and then there was a... In his next fight, he was kind of getting picked off by... Uh, and this was at, like, 170, so he'd gone up a weight category... And he was actually champion at 140. No, maybe he's champion at 155. Pretty sure he's champion at 145. Anyway, yeah. 
he was a UFC champion, uh, lightweight. He's gone all the way up to 170. And he um, uh, he was fighting Stephen Thompson, who has, uh, has never been knocked out in his career. He's fought some of the toughest fighters. He fought Darren Till. He had two close matches with Tyron Woodley. You know, no one's mm-hmm. ever really managed to, to outdo him. And uh, Andy Pettis was getting tagged by him, and he just Superman punched and knocked him clean out. Yeah. And then as he as he walked off after, he like licked the blood off his hand oh. or something like like proper little savage. <laughs> He's just a guy you got to watch. And yeah. then the third one, I was I won't go too much in as a uh, Yoel Yo- Romero and Paula Costa, um, basically two of the best bodies in in UFC in terms of their physique. Yoel uh, Romero is like he must be forty or something. Um, in fact, I'm going to ask Google, uh, how old is Yoel Romero? Um, and he's 42, and wow. he's still fighting in the UFC. And he's fighting Paulo Costa, who basically I said is like a Brazilian Terminator. That's what he looks like. And even that's the way he fights, he just walks forward, punches, and he doesn't care. Um, so that will be a good fight as well. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. It's an amazing weekend, filled with fun fights. I get to enjoy it. But yeah, nice. Nice. That's, that's it for me, really. Cool. Okay. Um, in uh, tradition, as always, oh, yeah. do you have your old school song and old school movie? Of course I do, son. Good of course deal. I do. I always do. I want it. Shall I go first or do you want it? Yeah, man. You can go first. All right. So I'm going to start with my old school movie, which is Drum Roll. Terrible Drum Roll. LA Confidential. Okay. You ever seen that? Do you know what? A long time ago. Yeah, good film. It was the sort of uh, detective film, um, sort of film noir um, type. You know those old school ones? Like, it's like a throwback to those old school ones. You know the um, where you used to have the detective and he'll be like, have, a, have his hat on, pulled low, walking in the rain. Yeah. yeah. And it's got a voiceover. It's like, as I saw, I walked through. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was kind of done in that kind of style. But the cast was sick. Oh, shit. I had Pat Pacino and De Niro and stuff, didn't it? No, nah, not in that one. But check the cast. You've got Guy Pearce, Russell yeah. Crowe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, pre, pre um, sexual deviant Kevin Spacey. Yeah. You've got Kim Bassinger. Yeah. Danny DeVito. James Cromwell. Um, there's a few other people's, like, your names, just like Simon Baker. You'll definitely recognise their faces anyway, but it's pretty much an all-star cast. Um, and that was, yeah, I just thought that was a really good film. And um, that one came back to me. I might actually watch that later. Um, and my old-school song is not too old. I think it's from 2013 or 2012. It's Wale from Wale, his album The Gifted. And this week, I, I don't know oh, what... Is that the... I'm trying to think how that song goes now. No, no, I have not. That's sorry. That's the name of the album. The actual oh, song sorry. I'm going to choose is a song "Gullible" featuring CeeLo Green. Oh, okay. And um, I've just been listening to this album again. I kind of went back to it this week, and a lot of the songs you know in hip hop, you often have like a, a loop. The, the, the music is is like the beat is a loop that just yeah. plays around. Like on this, it's like got a massive build up throughout the songs it's, it's almost like an orchestra playing like um, a whole song rather than it just being a loop um, I'll play a little bit of it you can see what I mean 
And it's quite jazzy as well when you just like wrap it over it, it's quite nice. Hear the, the beat really build. But yeah, definitely check that out. That's in the playlist. And okay. yours? So my song is gonna be D12 fight music. Hey, and obviously you know why. So me and Danny just did a I say a cheeky little workout. Um but basically with training arms and uh, there was a point where it was a struggle to, to even move the weight. Well, and uh, I feel like that's one of those songs where if you're struggling to, to move the weight, you just put that on and you feel like you can move mountains. Um, there, was a, there was a film that I had the storyline for in my head and I was trying to remember. I thought it had Dustin Hoffman in it, but I've just searched all of Dustin Hoffman's movies and... I can't see it in there, uh, so perhaps I've forgotten it or I'm misappropriating the actor. But then I saw another Dustin Hoffman movie and I went, aha, uh, Rain Man. Yeah. Tom Cruise, yeah. Dustin Hoffman. It's a classic, 1988. Who's on third base? Who's on third? Definitely, definitely, who's on third? <laughs> so yeah, good, uh, that was a, a good movie, man, I like that film. So yeah, man, that's, that's me. And, that's uh, me and uh and once again obviously guys make sure hit us up on instagram facebook twitter write some nice shit man if you're listening to this and you don't go online hit follow hit like yeah write some nice shit copy one of our posts share it, share it. just do something take 20 seconds show some love yeah otherwise you're a low-key hater if you go to this <laughs> point in the show and you ain't done nothing do you know what man don't even listen to the next one. <laughs> well, maybe listen to the next one. <laughs> All right, I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we are... Out. Peace.